Do you want to do this one? <laughs> you go first. Okay. Um, so we're here um, talking with Amy Lou, who is a doula um, specialising in home births. Um, welcome, Amy Lou. Hi, everyone. And free birth too. Home birth and free birth. Home birth and free birth. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what I don't know what the the, the difference is there. So a, a home birth is someone birthing at home, obviously with the uh, register like a midwife, a registered midwife, mm -hmm. and or a midwife doesn't have to be a registered midwife. And free birth is someone birthing at home without any assistance at all. So oh, just wow. them, their family, maybe a doula. Yeah. That's so interesting. So um, yeah. Similar, but also pretty different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and um, Amy, where you're based out? You're right now. You're out in Ketuba. I'm in Lura. Oh, you're in the moment. In the Blue Mountains, and which is a really nice place to be in isolation. <laughs> how is the ISO, How's your ISO going? Um, I, t my life hasn't actually really changed much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I stay home a lot with kids. Here's Jeff and this guy. You. Hello, hey, Jeff. Hey, what's happening? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, it's going to go off here. Sorry. Yeah, it's good. It's it's getting a little bit intense in town now. I think people are starting to take it a bit seriously. So I'm feeling a little bit less um, inspired to leave the house. So we're just going out for um, necessary supplies. Um, but I'm very priv privileged to live in a beautiful house with a big yard and food growing and a great community. So our isolation feels fine. And yeah, we're just really um, grateful. And, and what about, I thought you did the, you had like a session last week in, in uh, was it in Marrickville? Which session? Yeah, I saw you on social media. You were, you were having a group on, on one night. Was that last week? Oh, like a parent circle? Yeah. Um, No, that was meant to be tonight. Oh. Uh, in, I was going to do it at your place, actually. <laughs> but um, I decided to cancel it because people were feeling a little bit on the fence about it and I didn't want to make people feel like they needed had to come. I just think it's sensible to not run it and then I was going to do it online but in the birth community every person is running an online circle right now so I've just taken a step back and if people want to reach out they can reach out mm. yeah and how how is this looking for you like this um because I mean last year when I was talking to you about home birthing you were talking about um how it was potentially going to be phased out or that it was going to become illegal or maybe it was illegal yeah it's interesting, the um, insurance for private midwives went under review in December and I think it got put on an extension or some kind of like extended waiting period. So I think their insurance has gone up. So I think the home birth cost has gone up. But for now, home birthing is still legal and midwives can still practice but yeah it's just um very expensive i think it's about six and a half thousand dollars at the moment in new south wales to for private midwife access and it's um yeah there's there's less and less midwives doing it because they're they just have so much protocol 
to you know appear to and so much paperwork and so many things that they have to report back to freaking the government the board i don't know who they're reporting to but um they make it really difficult for midwives to practice um but in saying that since this pandemic has been happening so many people are reaching out to home birth so there's a lot of midwives who are doing like underground free births and there's unregistered midwives who are um, helping women birth at home at the moment which is pretty crazy like i know one doula in sydney had six women call her in one day trying to find alternatives to the hospital and that's really hard because there's only like 10 private midwives in Sydney and they're all booked out. So um, people are, are turning to trying to free birth, but obviously to get to a space where you want to free birth, that takes a lot of inner work. And if you're really pregnant, then I, that's a difficult space to be in and it's hard to find someone who will um, be available to care for you. Yeah. So it's... Wow. Yeah, I think people are tr finally tr understanding that um, birthing outside the hospital isn't actually that radical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you've had two home births. Um, mm -hmm. can, you, yeah. can you tell us a bit about, about them? I mean, there, there may have been very different experiences, each of those, um, but how, how was that? How were they for you and, and why do you think that they're, they're beneficial? Well. Personally, when I when I became pregnant with Sylvester, who's my son, my first baby, I I knew that I would not be birthing in a hospital. I was so triggered by those environments, anywhere that's like sterile, bright lights, like it's not for me. I'm a pretty sensitive person, so I sought out a public funded home birth program, which existed at the time through St George Hospital. And I just went into it pretty naively. I didn't really know much about um, the, what birthing was like or birthing in Australia. I just knew that I just didn't want to birth at a hospital. And I was fortunate to get into it, but I still had to jump through. I did all the tests and I had to have a textbook pregnancy and I had to like not be at any risk of any kind of, you know, anything happening. And I was fortunate enough to have all of those things, but it was, um, I was still very much in that system and I did birth him at home and it was amazing and it was in a share house and everyone was home and it was a just... warehouse wasn't it oh yeah yeah birth him in a warehouse <laughs> great under the flight path <laughs> uh when he came out everyone um someone popped open a bottle of champagne <laughs> it's pretty crazy to um think that my housemates heard me give birth. I was very, like, I was so tired. I was pretty loud with Sylvester. <laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was a really, um, it was a really powerful place to be. And I'm really glad that it turned out that way because um, it was, it, it could have, I could have ended up in hospital because I was in the system. So that birth was amazing, but um, I chose for my second birth to go completely private with a private midwife, I didn't do a single test. I did one scan and no one like had to check me during labor. Like my midwife was making a cup of tea and went out for lunch and I didn't see her. Like 
I was just left alone to to birth, you know, without feeling observed or monitored. And that was even more amazing. And it made me realize how just having anyone there is, is like an intervention. And that the birth of my of Essie, my second baby, really made me aware of how the system doesn't honor birth as a sacred rite of passage for anyone. And it just intervenes with that the sacredness and the holiness of that experience. And you're literally like transcending into the spirit realm when you're in labor. And it's um, a lot of people don't get that experience because they they're in the, they're in the system. Yeah. So they were amazing and it's very different to a hospital birth. <laughs> at home. I don't know. <laughs> and and what yeah. about what about your business, Amy Lou? Like you you're um you now have got your business birth keeper and that's um you know, you're working helping people with with birthing, helping yeah. pregnant women. Oh. Yeah, it's good. I'm getting a, a bit more business now. <laughs> but this um this pandemic is um it's it's good for me in some ways. Like it's um I've had a lot of people reach out for online support, uh, which is which is needed, and um, just a lot of people need guidance to um, resources to help them birth at home. There's, there's a lot of people that are, are choosing to birth at home that are just winging it, doing like quick midwifery course with their husband or wife, and <laughs> doing it at home. So. Um, I guess I, I really saw this coming in some ways, didn't see a pandemic coming, but I, I definitely have been seeing that there's going to be a big shift in the way people birth as we reclaim our sovereignty and as this feminine energy is rising. Um, I feel like people are really being guided back to that, that big mother energy and a lot of that healing begins with birth. And Social media is great because I think people are, are becoming more aware and more educated around all of these things and um, really seeking alternatives. And because I've had my own birthing experiences in that way, I just feel like now that I've been through that rite of passage, I, I, I have this sacred knowledge that I, I need to offer and hold space for people and it's like not even a choice it's it's something that i feel really um called to do yeah mm -hmm. and um it's just going to keep happening more and more like there's there's so many people who are you know just doing backyard homeworks renting airbnbs <laughs> and the more that the more that the, the system is exposed the more people are going to fall away from it and break away from it and start creating these, these sacred spaces elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's yeah. involved in in that process, like in the lead up to a home birth and like working with a doula? How does that work? Like how do you how do you? Everyone's really different. Um, you know, some people are really done the work and are really I don't even need to really do much other than be there to hold space and 
fill the pool or cut up fruit or <laughs> hang out with the dog. Um, but some people, some people really need space help. So, um, you know, a couple of sessions might look like processing fear and anxiety around birth. Um, family birth stories come up a lot. So um, often someone might be trying to break a cycle of how people have birthed in their family. So there's often some blockages and fear around that so come up through that. Um, some people have had previous traumatic birth experiences in hospital, so sometimes there's a lot of trauma there to process before um, they birth at home. So some sessions might look like um, digging into that stuff. Other people are just really super um, onto it and their partners are the ones who are really nervous. So sometimes I'm just there for their partner. <laughs> which is great. Um, I think if you know that your partner isn't very confident, going to be confident in the birth space, it's a great idea to get a doula for your partner. Because <laughs> the last thing you need is their tweaky energy around you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and just like the lead up to a birth, you know, there's, there's lots of little things you need to get, like birth pool, towels, food, make sure the space is um, heated nicely. But um, I mean, in saying that, you don't need all that stuff. You know, a baby's just going to come out where it comes out. So a couple of towels is kind of really all you need. <laughs> uh, but everyone's different. It's everyone is so different. And um, there's this beautiful saying that we um we birth how we live, and I really see that. I really see people birthing the way that they live and some people are super extravagant and set up their whole birth space with like trinkets everywhere and a million candles and I don't know like all of this stuff and some and some people are super minimal and they'll just have a towel on the floor and um their house will be minimal and their lives will be minimal so it's it's really different for everyone yeah does that I hope that answers your question <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's been super interesting, um, you know, like especially with all the content you post on your on your story on Instagram, particularly that I see. It's like it's really shifted my perception of what you know what birthing could be, and 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 um, yeah, like you're saying, it's like bringing it's it's bringing someone into the world, and it's a it's like the, your first. Um, mm. it, it really puts a stamp the way you're you're born on the rest of your life, almost in a, in a way. It does. It really does. The way you're born. The imprint of your birth you carry with you through your whole entire life and it's um yeah it's it's a really sacred sacred moment yeah the way we're born and the way we die like those those first moments and last moments they're so so important and um there's you know the system doesn't the hospital system doesn't really honor that so, you know, I'm not saying that you can't have an empowered, beautiful birth in a hospital because you can. It's more, um, it's really important to be, that there needs to be more education around this type of thing because the way that people are being born at the moment is, is not okay. You know, there's a one in three induction rate. One in 10 women have really bad post-traumatic stress disorder and one in three people have birth trauma. So there's something that's, pretty fucked up <laughs> yeah. going on and I think that people are becoming more aware of 
that stuff through social media, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. And it just becomes part of your, like, the conversation or your, your consumption of social media, whatever, for me anyway. I'm just like, every time mm -hmm. I post something, I'm like, I'm really excited to see because it it's like something that, I, you know, I have well, to deal with Tom's getting ready to <laughs> oh that's good because I, I i feel um i feel that's that's the case for a lot of people especially men um i think that a lot of birth stuff has has been very like women centered and it is women centered a lot of the time but it's becoming more like human centered and family centered and i think um the more men the more that men become educated around this stuff the more supported the the birthing person will be and that just ripples out into the community yeah yeah, yeah it's just a whole level of under, like um understanding that you know, like for me it's it's like so much that you just don't know about um within the yeah also just seeing like your your babies grow up and just watching the whole process from, so from that it's like oh it's, <laughs> it's beautiful to see and it's really exciting and yeah. um to to see especially in like today's world you know with all this stuff going on like how um, important it is to, to uh, raise children and start and have a birthing process and um that's going to you know raise people in a way that are going yeah. to be who they need to be in this world um to yeah to, yeah to make the change they need to make and it's and also like we've in the West, we've only been birthing in hospitals for like 80 years. It's it's a really new thing, but there's so much conditioning has happened in that time and so much fear around birth. It's been so medicalized. Like it's um it's really absurd that in such a short amount of time that, that sacredness and that midwifery led um process or care or whatever has been so like taken away so much but really our grandparents and our great-grandparents were probably born at home and that that imprint isn't that far back in pretty much everyone's family i would say so um you know if we if we do the work and do the inner work and go back through our lineage or our red thread um, of the birthing people in our family it's, it's not going to take long to to reach that imprint and bring that into into your birth experience and, and yeah what about cause, uh, like I, I had to, i had to uh, google what um like the, the term for dueling is like it's saying that it's also for death right like it doesn't necessarily yeah it, it means slave, <laughs> it means slave. <laughs> it's like the greek word for slave or something i don't really like the word doula that much but um i like I've, a lot of people know what it means so i use it but um that's why i like to say birth keeper or death walker but some people are like what is a death walker like so death doula but yeah doula is essentially a slave so you can doula anyone it's just doing shit they need to be done i don't know it's like <laughs> lady slave <laughs> and, and are you are you interested like do, do you do that kind of like the egg uh, you know the exit not yet but i'm doing some training in um june hopefully if it hasn't been cancelled um i'll be doing some training with uh zenith farago who is a australian person who does uh, they're a death walker and they've been doing lots of death work and um death walker work for a long time in australia so i'm pretty pumped about that because i feel like 
the veil between life and life and death is so thin and it doesn't make sense to me to just do birth it makes sense to me to be full spectrum and do it all and i'm sure that at some point in my work i'll experience death at birth so i, I want to be equipped to hold that space as well mm. yes yeah yeah. yeah. It's a very different line of work to us. Yeah. <laughs> very different. I'm still, I'm still starting out. Like I haven't, um, I, I'm I'm super into it, but I, I'm nowhere near as experienced as some people working in this space. So um, there's a lot of amazing birth workers out there that have been doing this work for a long time before social media, like super underground and very radical. So, um, you know, and the community is beautiful. Um, there's so many people that are just super into sharing knowledge and lots of powerful circles happening and more and more circles happening where this knowledge is being shared. So I feel like this work is moving out of the institution and more into this back to the sacred. Yeah. And and what do you, what do you feel, especially right now is the, um, I guess like the, the future with, with um, you know, birth and death, uh, like obviously what you're doing is is what you what like that's obviously the obvious thing but it's like do you do you feel like we're, we're going to like more people are waking up um especially through this sort of pandemic time mm, yeah i definitely feel so like so many people are already reaching out to birth at home because i think they're becoming aware of just how um you know, fragile the hospital system is, you know, it just, there's a lot of sick people going into hospital right now. Like the last thing I know I would want to be doing if I was pregnant is cruising into a hospital to give birth. Like, and also I think people are just beginning to understand that birth is a spiritual experience and it's a, it is a rite of passage. And no matter what happens or how you birth, you're going to take that that experience and that imprint with you forever. And I think more and more people are becoming aware of that and seeking alternatives. But I don't necessarily believe that the government's gonna be very supportive of any home birthing anytime soon. I hope so, but I think people are just gonna start taking it into their own hands and birthing at home regardless. So, um, you know, there's, there's already been such a massive increase in free birthing over the last few years because it's really hard to access midwifery led care, even in the hospital, like the, the group midwife practice, they only take four women a month. So unless you book in like at six weeks, you're not going to get in. And then six and a half grand, like it's that's a lot of money for a lot of people. So um, people are, are free birthing a lot. Yeah. Do, do you have any advice for, for any women or maybe their partners that may be considering home birth um, but maybe haven't quite made the decision yet? Yeah, um, definitely start reaching out to birth workers in your community. Um, there's lots of Facebook groups. There's a free birth Facebook group that's um, nationwide. There's, um, and I can probably attach, I don't know if I can attach any links or anything. Yeah, we can put, we can put information but um yeah instagram is amazing there's so many um epic birth workers that are doing lots of really cool 
activism and work just through Instagram. So um, just reach out to birth workers in your community or your online community. If you don't know any, just find them. <laughs> I'll put some links up. Um, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to feel scared. Um, if you're planning a hospital birth and then suddenly home birth is an option, you might not be in a, in a, um, there, a lot of fear might come up. It's normal. Um, it's probably just conditioning. We can work through it. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just um, find your people, find people who will support your decision. Don't listen to people who try and fear monkey you. Don't listen to people who try and um, steer you away from birthing at home because birthing at home is just as safe, if not safer than birthing in a hospital um, for so many reasons. There's less intervention. There's, um, you know, you, you have your own space. There's your body. You'll be able to birth on your own terms in your own time. You won't have people looking at a clock telling you when to push or telling you when to do this or telling you that you need this or that. Um, a lot of that is often a projection of their own fears and it's a, it's a, you know, protocols that they have to, um, and procedures that they have to do in order to fill out their paperwork. So if you're at home, you don't have to deal with any of that crap. You can just, you can just be in your space and birth in power. So um, if anyone's looking to do that, definitely just find your people. And if your partner is, is a bit reluctant, um, get your partner to talk to a doula or a home birth midwife or, um, you know, take your partner to doula appointments or midwife appointments. And yeah, I guess um, that's the main thing. Like it's, there's a lot of people, a lot of fear around home birth. Um, but there's also a lot of people in the community that are super into it. So you just have to find a group. Yeah. And how do people get in touch with you, Amy, if they're, if they're interested in learning more or, or, or getting in touch um, with you? I, I mostly do my work through Instagram. So my Instagram is at bushrat underscore. And <laughs> um, I'm based in the Blue Mountains, but I travel about two hour radius. I'll travel further if people pay for my um, travel costs and accommodation. Um, but yeah, um, I've, I know lots of people scattered around Australia, so I'm a great place to start if you're thinking of um, home birthing. And your for even if you home birth in hospital, what's that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Your Facebook page is uh, Amy Lou A M Y L O U, but there's a lot of Amy Lou's. So Do you have a birthkeeper one. Oh, yeah, I do have a birthkeeper one, but I'm really bad at updating it because I'm not very good. Okay, so Instagram's, Instagram's, Instagram's the main page. I put a Facebook thing up there, but, yeah, I've got a website coming, but. Okay. Cool. Instagram well, where I'm at. So, yeah. Um, yeah we'll put the link up as well. In the, in the yeah. yeah, so interesting time to be pregnant and having babies. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I feel like the beings that are coming here are part of the, the new earth wow. and they've chosen to come through at a very potent time. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we've, we've, um, thanks for taking some time to 
out of your your busy mom schedule. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love you guys. I love talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long this thing's gonna go for, but. Me neither. I'll be in Sydney this week though. I'm still I'm still travelling for appointments and stuff, so I'm cruising. <laughs> okay.